Hello, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of what? What are we doing? In between gods. Of in between gods with Andy Liston. I'm Andy Liston, and we're here with a, a friend of the show today. Everyone, welcome my guest, Mr. Joe Rogan. Thank you for being on. Hello. Do you have anything to say to the the country? No, fuck the country. That's that's not what he says. That's not how Joe Rogan talks, I don't, I don't, man. I don't watch his goddamn show. Here's the thing about me. Is I'm Whoa, Joe Rogan. What is that? No. <laughs> That's Let's not do, what he th- sounds. This is what Joe Rogan sounds like. He's nasally. I'm Joe Rogan, and that's the news. No. I have way. a great. I think it's that's my radio announcer voice. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome to the stage, Mr. Joe, racist Rogan. There's a there's a timeline where he's presenting at the NAACP awards right now. Like a timeline? There's a an alternate universe where he just Rachel Dolezald. He was Rachel Dolezald, but he never got caught. Honestly, I can see that. Any possibility you could imagine? There's an alternate timeline of it, right? Yeah. He's like he's like uh Gary Owens. He like married a black girl and he like takes that route. I mean, yeah, but Gary Owens is black, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. As if a, you don't see his face, <laughs> he is. Yeah. <laughs> Man, what a guy. Gary Owens is who I imagined myself to be if I made the basketball team in high school. <laughs> Jesus. Uh-huh. <laughs> I just got back from Nashville where I saw like three black people the entire time. You want to talk? Dude, that state is so fucking white. It's insane. It's the wildest thing to me. Yeah. It's nuts. I just... It, I mean... I'm. Here's th- I'm conflicted about it because I love the city, but like no diversity, and they're not like asking for it either. But the thing is, they do have the highest rate of people coming in at a hundred a day. They have a hundred people moving there a day, so you got to figure that maybe they're you know getting right as rain. But it's really I mean, the state of Tennessee. And my buddy and I, um, after I so callously booked the flight two days after everyone else in my group was leaving. Uh, we just drove around. Oh, we went to Andrew Jackson's plantation, and they made some great fried chicken, which was like, I had to ask him for the breading. I don't kernel spelled like popcorn kernel, Colonel's breading, hmm. and I, I was gonna get it, and apparently you can only get it wholesale. So I'm just about to. I might. I'm thinking about pulling trigger on 250 pounds or, or dollars worth of flour. A fucking pallet of flour. I know. <laughs> And we drove around all the rich mountain, uh, like communities and stuff. All the big, big old money, big colonial style houses. And then we would drive. I'm not joking. We drove a quarter of a mile down the like the 
the windy way mm. and we passed the public high school and like this the sign on the public high school said like um please donate to such and such high school um at and then it had like a link that was in the in the letters and it wasn't like a there wasn't it wasn't like a jumbotron situation it was like they really someone had they got they got someone at the school who knew how to spell and they said your job is to make the letters on the front and um here's the thing it was just it wasn't a great looking school mm-hmm. it looked abandoned if it was in florida yeah. it looked like it would be abandoned if it was in florida and it said like um please donate to da 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 and then under it it said support our troops and i was like what do those are you are you is this a military academy or is that just like the sentiments always no matter what hey our state government has such relaxed tax laws that you know uh, they don't take anything from income and have very low property, uh, you know, fucking taxes, probably no inheritance tax at any level. So we're completely under, I'm, this is, a, this is far, like not farther than a quarter of a mile away from the nicest plot of land I had ever seen. I'm talking like you would have colonial like style houses, huge brick, brick, like the Hard brick, not like the pussy brick you see today. Yeah. We drive around on the ground. Oh, that there's a brick on the ground. No, like the, the real brick, the real and brick. and they have great architecture in Nashville. But this was not a quarter mile away, from, uh, like of. Ugh, I'm garbling my words because I'm at a loss for them. I'm at a loss for words. Um, I mean, obviously people are moving there for the tax purposes, but this underfunded as, as hell. There's one bus. That's their public transport. One bus that's just driving around the city. Everyone's screaming. It's just it's on fire. Everybody's screaming, but they're gonna get there in about forty-five minutes to, because they're too fat. They're literally just eating sausage gravy in a, a barrel with their hands stuck in it like Winnie the Pooh. And they gotta they gotta you know, get on the MTA. They're the one bus they have. Mm. Super nice people though. Yeah. Great yeah, yeah, yeah. great people. Yeah. Nice, nice up there. Uh, my buddy and I went to a gun range that um, was built in an abandoned movie theater. And the only thing next to it for three miles was a closed down Shoney's. Damn, bro. Yeah. And it was a shame because I was like, I've always wanted to see the inside of a opened up Shoney's. You've never been inside Shoney's? Never eaten at Shoney's? No. I'm so sorry. Just in my mind. It's the best breakfast place in the entire world. Really? Yes. Damn. Insane. Insane breakfast. Shoney's. Shoney's. I love Shoney's. I love the I love the concept of it from Rick and Morty. That's all I know about Shoney's. But I do know more about the Royal Ranch. It was a. It's one of. The, it looks like one of those movie theaters with the big sign out front, but it just says Royal Range. My buddy and I walk in there. And not 30 seconds we're in there. We're within maybe 15 feet of the guy. He goes, y'all want to shoot machine guns? And we were like, yeah. I mean, I guess. Like, he knew. He was like, y'all don't look like you're from around here. I'm like, we're not. Sorry. We're just out of breath from walking from the car. It's like, this is not. The, this is no way to live. It's goddamn mountain air, bro. I swear. I s- and so then we shot a fuck ton of machine guns. It was awesome. They just sixty five bucks, and they're like, "Okay, you here shoot a fucking assault rifle, whatever one you want." They had like Tommy guns. Damn. Yeah, I know, right? 
They're like, do you want the automatic shotgun? I was like, I think I would actually, I would lose my grip on it. Um, <laughs> and so we did that. And then it was like a sampler platter, but for war. Mm-hmm. And then we shot a turret, like a real machine gun that they put on Black Hawk helicopters, which I don't know how that's legal to have. Like, even at a business level, like, I know, like, that's insane. And then we shot a Barrett 50 cal, which it was, like, if you played Modern Warfare 2, you know, like, that's, those things are scary as fuck in real life. I'm telling you, I walk in there, and, like, it's, they very much soundproof it very well. And we're like, okay, we're in the main area, the staging, with all the the guns on the racks, and people buying and selling and looking around. Mm -hmm. And then we go back, and we walk back, and the guy's putting, like, Head or he gives us headphones. We're putting them on, and we hear like the pops from the the range, yeah. and it doesn't sound very loud. And then uh, we have all the protective gear on, and I walk in. As soon as the door opens, I hear the first real gunshot, which is just like this lady just shooting her pistol, and I'm like, oh. <laughs> and I just thought like I am not built for war. Like this is not my <laughs> shit. I didn't like as soon. I was like, oh my god, it was so loud. I was like, it shook me. I was like, you can feel when yeah. someone shoots a gun on the ground. Like that was nuts. I just thought this is, and then it was also, I was like, I should never get a gun because I would just have it. I would, I, dude, I would never, dude, that shit is so scary. Yeah. Me and my buddy, both of us, when we were like taking our first shots, both of our legs were shaking and I have it on video. They're just, <laughs> I remember stopping, looking back at the guy, the guy was like putting his hand on our shoulder the whole time. <laughs> oh man. I would never make it in war. Um, but, yeah. You know who will make it in war? Whether they want to or not? Who? Ukrainians ages 19 to 60. Uh, as per decree of the gov- uh, the president of Ukraine last night. That's a real thing. 19 to 60? Yeah. They're down bad. I'd be fucking pissed if I was 60, bro. And here's the thing. Is like, okay, NATO said they weren't going to expand east, and that was like a founding whatever. And then Ukraine is like, in their constitution, they're like, hey, we want to join fucking NATO. So there's, I mean, that's already a mix-up. And when you're doing, and Russia is like, they're kind of ours, right? Like, Ukraine's kind of ours. Um, especially, I mean, even though they annexed them in 2014, but they're still like, we, we punish you because we own you. And now they're thinking about, you know, joining up with the, like, the absolute opposite yeah. of, of Russia. They're like, hey, it's like, it's like when you date that girl and you, like, are super in love and it's like, wow, this is the best relationship ever. And it's like three years and then, like, towards the end of the three years, she, like, starts to, like, like get different interests and stuff. She's kind of cold and distant. And, um, you know, she's not really, you know, responding with many sentences. She's doing one or two in text. And then, you know, you guys break up. It's sad. And then she, you know, uh, only dates women for the rest of her life. It's like one of those scenarios. Um, that's Russia's getting cucked right now by yeah. feminism. Um, they're, they're basically Russia's saying, hey, we don't want that our enemies to be like have a close to have land near us. Uh, that's not feminism. <laughs> well, I assume the modern day woman in this scenario would be a feminist if she was a lesbian. <laughs> she probably is not, you know, 
especially after a woman dates for three years, you can't just flip teams if, if it's outlawed over there. It's pretty bad. It's very bad. No fun for anyone. <laughs> Except for the guy that really just likes stabbing. What? Because they execute people over there. Jesus Christ. And they don't really have... I mean, electricity in some of these countries... Think about North Korea. We don't have a lot of info on North Korea. That's very accurate. I mean, we have as much as we can get. We have Yemeni Park, um, or Yoemeni, or Lemony Snicket, um, or whatever. Um, <laughs> the the girl who fled uh, through the Goji Desert and just like apparently ate rats and stuff. And yeah. there's some holes in her stories, and people are like, hmm, she's an influencer now. Are we... I have no opinions because I don't give a fuck. Whether she's a spy or not... People think she's a spy for North Korea. Here's the thing. If she's a spy for North Korea, let's just say, for the sake of the argument, that she is a spy for North Korea and she's actively obtaining information and influencing uh, American culture with her, you know, Instagram photos. Good for her. That's... She doesn't have to be... If she's... This is what we want as a... We want North Koreans to be free and if we can just at least get one with, like, 250k on instagram that's thousands of lives we're saving maybe or maybe not i don't know what information she's trying to get or or whatever but like i'm assuming the the reasoning behind her uh cover story in this scenario being a deserter would be uh she would need a footprint of like being a person and north korea doesn't really have the resources to do that they go through uh like just revolving blackouts day in day out all their people are starving they do not have the infrastructure to create an entire verifiable background you know whatever thingy-majig for her so they give her that and then she can be whoever she wants to be on the outside in that scenario um and in that case you know americans would hold very much anger and hate towards you know north korea from the story she tells however she's gaining access to intelligence agencies that want to know more and she can, from the questions they ask her, she can decipher what they're interested in over here and all that fun stuff. So it's really just, that would be a mind game. In my opinion, I just think she's someone who deserted. Maybe she embellished herself a little bit in her book. Maybe she made some sh Guess what? If I fucking fled from North Korea, I would be like, yeah, I was actually, my job was to be tied to like one of the missiles they were testing. And in the last second, like the missile was going off and I got just high enough where like, I untied myself from the outside of the missile and then I jumped off oh, right over the North Korean border. And that would be my story and everyone and then maybe I'd get like 300k on Instagram. Does that make sense? Let this woman be. Let her live her best life. I don't even know what I was talking about before. I don't this. either, honestly. Wow. We were talking about Oh, Nashville. Ukraine. Oh, Ukraine actually, yeah. And the girlfriend situation. Yes, yes. <sighs> hmm. Yeah, no, it's it's. I'm I'm sitting here trying to recall. In front of Ian is a 145 page document, which I downloaded <laughs> to a USB earlier today. Drove to Staples and then uh, printed out, and I've now put about 30 little clip dividers in it. And the title of the document is Mastering Your Adult ADHD. I'd rather just flee from North Korea and then just lie. 
I would make up story. I'd be like, yeah, they still got like fucking dragons and shit over there. Cut that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, you can have mythic beasts and shit. Um, yeah, this ADHD, man. Mm. Now I'm forgetting about all the points I was trying to make. Hmm. The topic before was the gun range. The and gun range? To Ukraine. Oh. How do we get to Ukraine from the gun range? This is as... Now this is a mystery podcast. This isn't even comedy. This is detectives. <laughs> this is like a cold case. One of those... You know the white women that like... You know, hiss at the sun? <laughs> With a fucking Hardy voice, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm Jeff Hardy and you're Matt Hardy. Oh, that's not the Hardy Boys I'm talking <laughs> nah, about. Nah, nah. I know what Hardy Boys you're talking about, but I think the modern day Hardy Boys are the better iteration. And Fuck I also no, I also think that they would be better detectives. I read their my the first what got me into reading as a child was I read their autobiography. Their dad was fucking mean as shit, bro. Okay. I remember reading this story about Jeff fucked up somehow and their dad drove him. His dad made him uh, get in a short and t-shirts in like 28 degree weather, dropped him off at school at four in the morning, <laughs> and he had to wait outside school until nine, bro. Oh, and it was, a, yeah, rough upbringing. Have you ever seen that video of Jeff Hardy when he was in the TNA, like um, like the main event, like the WrestleMania of TNA at the time, and it was him versus Sting, and he's, I mean, it's it's crazy. Mm. It's a crazy video to watch. I'm not a WWE fan at all. I mean, I this is I mean this is just culture. I'm gonna pull it up and I'm gonna play the Jesus the Christ. audio. He comes out and he's just like, dude, just if in if you are listening and you would like to like, I don't know, watch along with us. Type in the same thing I'm typing in YouTube right now. I'm gonna say, okay, Jeff Hardy fucked up. Okay, worst match in TNA history with a million views. Let's do it. It's time to start your own business, to turn your dream into something official. LegalZoom has helped launch... I'll just let... No, no, no. No, I'll let it be... I'll let them do it. I'll let them do it. They want to do it? You can have it, LegalZoom. There you go. I'll sue you for that. Okay. All right, watch this with me. So this is like the biggest fight of the year. Jeff Hardy's in his prime. Sting's already in the ring. They're introducing the ref. They're introducing the ref because Jeff Hardy's fucked up backstage. Let me skip ahead. Oh, and then... Here we go. Oh, he's already in. Look at him. <laughs> he's just like chewing the shit out of some gum, looking very stoically at the. He's, he's just sitting down. He's sitting down on the ground for his introduction. Okay, he's taking off his shirt. Hold up. Just as the new TNA World Heavyweight Hardy was taken advantage of. 
Oh, this is... Oh, I thought they already called the match off. They literally... Oh, so they have a guy out here to do a fake story, and he's telling Sting. So this is how they're conveying information, a fake drama to stop the match. Jeff Hardy, this whole time, by the way, he's just hanging out in the middle of the ropes, just leaning around. So now they're up in the stakes, bring out some violence against... Okay. The match is on at this point. Jeff Hardy is turning and waving at the crowd and stings in the middle of the ring. Now he's pump faking, uh, pegging someone in the crowd with his shirt. Now he's, oh, he's got to throw the shirt. Oh, this is in the, the bell has rung. The match has started. Sting's just looking at him, pacing. Just a bag of Skittles full of pills. <laughs> so you know it gets bad when you... <laughs> Sting walks up to him and Jeff just hides. He's like, what the fuck are you doing, man? Great match. But yes, um, my point being, I think if he was in charge of the prosecution for Casey Anthony, that woman would be in jail. That guy, Jeff Hardy. Well, with Matt Hardy, co-prosecutors, the Hardy Boys. It's not just the Hardys. I should have never brought up the fucking Hardy Boys. The Hardy Boys. It's my shit. I love the Hardy Boys. My fucking dogs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then, uh, oh, uh, on the way back, by the way, I should mention this from Nashville. Um, I randomly upgraded my seat and I sat next to a fucking awesome comedian, uh, just randomly, uh, his name's Sean Finnerty. And, uh, if you haven't seen, he's fucking awesome. He's Irish. He did the tonight show. Check out his sets and stuff. Cause that was just like, that was such a cool random little coincidence. You know how the fight started off? We, we like get to chatting and I find out he's a stand-up comedian. And right when that happens, I go to open the root beer that I bought in the, like, kiosk at the terminal and it explodes all over me and i have a mask on so it's exploding and i go to put my mouth over but my mask is on (laughs) but my my mask is on and my headphones are in my lap my those wireless headphones right there that i just bought at the airport on my way up fifty dollars thank you very much uh yeah i'm not buying the apple shit um root beer everywhere i put my mask over the top of the root beer so i'm it's like insane um, and so that's how, that's how the, the flight started. <laughs> and then it was just an awesome talk. So yeah, um, check out his stuff. He's always touring. I don't really, you know, know why I'm promoting. I just think it's cool to promote people that are, that are cool to you. You know, yeah. who's a person that's been cool to you? My mom. I was thinking me, but oh, yeah. Uh, so listen to Andy, listen, stand up. I was going to say... Where are the fuck it's going to be at next? It's just mostly my podcast I want to promote here. Okay, if you could do that. Yeah, could you promote... Podcast? Could you... Yeah. If we could do a pro, uh, an ad for the podcast right now. I got to make an ad? I'll pay you a dollar to do an ad for the podcast. Here, switch seats with me. Jesus Christ. All right. We're doing a Chinese fire drill right now. That's racist. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, let's do it. Okay, you here. I'm going to set a timer. I'm going to do a dollar a minute. Oh, that's the calculator. Um, what is your, what is your, what is your timer? I don't know. On? Here, grab my phone. That's good. Okay. Just, I'll just time it with my head. Oh, okay. But, oh, I have the timer on here. Okay. You have one minute for an ad starting right about <laughs> now. Have you ever wanted to laugh? Do you want to do you want to enjoy politics with a, a different twist on them? Hearing from a guy who has many life experiences and multiple different intelligences, education, <laughs> <laughs> educations, and you know what? Just experience. Check out the In Between Gods podcast with Andrew Broward Liston, a true savant at his craft. A true <laughs> pioneer in the comedy world. In 20 seconds. He is not only a stand-up artist, but an artist. So check him out. Andy Liston, In Between Gods. 10 seconds. You won't regret it. Andy Liston, In Between Gods. Yeah, three seconds. Andy Liston. Here we go. <laughs> Yeah, everybody. Hey, clapping your cars if you're at the office. Everybody give my man a hand. Wow. That was off the dome, too, bro. That was all. He wasn't, wasn't practiced. He didn't even prepare for that, guys. <laughs> wow. That was. And that's why this is my show. Oh. <laughs> 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 that, was actually, that was so fun. That was actually, like, really good. <laughs> Don't lose my ego, bro. Oh, man. Oh, fuck. Wow. So yeah, now we're getting ads. Hey, yeah. that's we're stepping. We're moving up in the game. That's one. We're moving up in the game. I just one got. One. I've had maybe three ads in my life. I think, mm. just from friends. If you have a business, small or large, if you don't even work for Amazon and you say, "Hey, I want to give you a hundred dollars and I want you to promote Amazon," I'll do it. Give make pay me to promote shit that doesn't exist. <laughs> make shit up. Make shit up and I'll sell it. Tell me. Tell me about your your brand creator and you know your your new your new innovative tech space and then I'll promote it and then I'll it'll wind up being like oh it's a joke like this guy literally yeah I probably should have responded to an email from a dude making like a metaverse space and his 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 name was Kamala Harris like that's that I probably should have in my my foresight of hindsight should have known that better that's a that tense I just used, which doesn't exist in English, is called the l'imparfait in French. It's of knowing something ahead, but referring to it in the past tense, and it's a bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah, only class I ever failed, mm. only subject I ever took for thirteen years straight. Mm. Failed it. I didn't fail. I got an unsatisfactory. Mm, that's failing. Um, I, the SU grading. Yeah. Ugh. It's, on, I, well, I didn't do any of the homework. <laughs> do you want me to actually spend time outside of French class doing French? I'm a grown fucking adult. I have college to do. I, remember, I have a job. I remember seeing you on the couch in college and being like, you'd be like, yeah, I have like a huge thing for uh, French to do. And I'm like, are you going to start it today? You're like, no. No. <laughs> no. It's going to, because at this point, at that point in my life, I'm better than French or I'm better at French. I'm not even better than English than most people that I'm, <laughs> am, 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 uh, that I am saying to, but 
But no, I, at that point, I'm like pretty comfortable in being able to dominate that space of being right. Like it doesn't even, when I when I'm taking with the, the sacrifice of your grade. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, like I like that was the thing. It's just like I was like, this is not even a thing I, I want to do anymore. It was shit I've learned ten times, and shit I passed ten times, and now I have to do it again. So you were too proud to do your homework? I wasn't too proud. No, no. I was very much not too proud. It was my executive dysfunction was off because in my head I was like, this takes three seconds. I can do this 15 minutes the morning before, and it's 20%, and I just never did any of it. (laughs) And then, you know, but it was like... Yeah, if if you're going to do a big French project in college and you're not like a French major, then it's going to look like I'm not joking, a third grader wrote it. <laughs> if you brought a French, if you just grabbed any little French school child and said, "Hey, did you make this?" and they'll say, "Yeah, probably, that was me." That's what a college American's French looks like. You know what a French person's English looks like? It looks like them telling me how to like how they're deciphering the rap lyrics of a song that I was mispronouncing words to. My sister had a French boyfriend. I was like, you know that that young thug Birdman song where I was like, he was like, no, it's living life like a beginner, and this is only the beginning. That's my French. That's my French person doing English. English. That's pretty good. Here's my English person uh, doing French. Uh, cease my beat. That just means suck my dick. Um, here's an English person doing French. Oh, this is going to be hard. All right, so I'm English, right? Cease my beat. All right. Je m'appelle Andy. Uh, j'aime. J'aime. J'avais uh, allé la supermarche avec. Uh, then I just got into regular French because I was thinking so much with French. I'm British now. I'm Ricky Gervais, yeah? Right? It's pretty good. It's like I'm really here yeah. doing the Academy Awards. Hey, Brad Pitt, everyone knows it's not your real hair, okay? Calm down. No one cares. Hey, Leo, stop fucking kids, man. Stop having sex with kids. You're fucking girls without the AA. What are you doing? You should be in AA. And then Martin Scorsese laughs a little bit. (laughs) Hey, Robert De Niro. You're old as fuck and you're broke. So I was doing all those fucking random ass movies. You remember that movie where he was like, oh, um, now I'm the intern for Anne Hathaway. Oh my God, I do remember that movie. It was such a dumb fucking movie. I was like, why is he doing this shit? You're like, pretending, oh, man. That a man, pretending that an 80-year-old man could land an internship because in his interview he goes, yeah, I get up and go to the barbershop every morning and get a face shave. That just means that, like, I mean, I don't, that just means you're old. That's just a routine you've fallen into and you, you keep it with you so you're like, oh, I can remember my kids' names. You know, shouldn't be why you get a job. But then again, here he landed the internship and I haven't got one. So, touche, Robert De Niro. We probably have about the same money in our bank accounts right now. He's very much, he's doing some really shitty movies. Remember that movie he did a couple (laughs) years ago where it was like, oh, I'm old. And then he like fights like Sylvester Stallone or something. They're just old as shit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And they're like, we're going to fight, but guess this time, we're f- 
old as fuck. Hey, doesn't he have like 12 kids or some shit? Is that why he's doing Probably. Yeah. It's an Italian guy, yeah. you know? But I mean, I mean, just when you're at the point where you're like, oh, I'm going to, I mean, Raging Bull was great. But like, if you're going to come out in 2014 and be like, doing a boxing movie, like, I'm, I didn't see the movie. I'm 100% sure that the title fight took place and both of them had their shorts on. It's probably the reality of it. Terrible fucking idea for a movie. We have no reusable IPs now. We're just combining different fucking things we have. Like like the like Lego Batman. I've, I'll be completely candid. Lego Batman. I love Will Arnett as Lego Batman. But like, what are they going to do? Like Lego Euphoria High School? They're gonna do like Lego. They're all the Lego movie was fire. Lego movie was fire, but could you imagine Lego Euphoria? God, that'd be awful. They would all just overdose really fast because the pills are like as big as their hands. (laughs) You know, they'd be those little buttons. Be like, this pill is the size of my head. I'm Zendaya, ah. and she'd be voiced by like Zoe Deschanel, some (laughs) shit. You'd you'd see the credits rolling by. You're like, what the fuck? Chris Pratt was Fez. Be like, no way. I would have never guessed. I would have never thought... Will Arnett could still probably reprise his role as Batman for the Lego Euphoria movie. He just beats the fuck out of Fez. Just beating the shit out of him. Do you watch Euphoria? No. <laughs> that's why you're not... These aren't landing. Yeah, I know I know the Fez co-name, but that's, that's pretty much all I know. Yeah. I thought that was a gas station. I've seen a couple episodes. Oh, so you do watch Euphoria. I don't watch it. So you're f- I don't watch so it. So I guess I you could say it. you're just a little euphoric. I wouldn't say that. Which episodes have you seen? The newest ones. Really? Yeah. Oh. I saw the one where Rue ran around the entire episode. That's, that's what got me started. I saw people <laughs> tweeting about it, and I was like, I just want to see this shit. And it, the nuts. And then I watched the whole series. No, it's, it's good acting. I'll it's, give it to them. it's great a good, acting. Good show. Good show. I know... Like the story kind of sucks. The acting's better. The than story's story. compelling. Mm. You haven't okay, seen it. No, half of the story seems compelling. The other half seems like some girls crying about having sex with a girl with a boy. Yeah, but the like other side is good. Rue's side is good. No, that bitch's side not good. Doggy, you didn't see anything that yeah, episode. I, I understood it. You, you don't <laughs> understand shit, doggy. <laughs> I'm telling you, this is like if Degrassi, like. Degrassi's fire too. It, they're rebooting Degrassi too now with Drake it. as an executive producer. No way. Even though he executive produces Euphoria, That's so he's building so competition, and they're both on HBO Max, so they're just going to be competing. And my theory is they're doing that so they can have people watch both. People are going to be arguing about which is better. They're right there on the same platform. Euphoria has a huge cast of Gen Z kids right now, and they've got the 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 younger generation hooked, and, and the older generations probably too. Degrassi is a natural favorite favorite for any millennial that fucking attended a public high school. Everybody loves it, even though it was Canadian. And some of the words we were like, what are you fucking saying? But like, we could mostly make it out for the most part. Great, great. I'm not a millennial, but I love that show. My older sister watched it, and I just watched the fuck out of it. Um, when JT and Liberty, you know, were having that baby, that was nuts. And then when JT got stabbed... Um, I don't think JT and Liberty had the baby. I think it was JT's friend, but I can't remember him. JT did get stat. So my my theory is they're going to have the young kids pushing Euphoria, and they're going to ha- capture the older crowds with this reboot. 
And as well, you get younger kids with that drama too, but they're going to pit those forces against each other and people are going to be playing the game of not missing out on either one and judging which better. You'll be able to be on either side and you can root for whichever show, but at the end of the day, you're still going to watch both of them. Because why? They're going to be good shows. And when I say Drake's an executive producer, that doesn't mean he's like writing the script or anything about it. He just throws a million dollars at the project and they put his name on it. Yeah. What a, what a great guy. Yeah. Drake. Yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. Also, uh, happy 18th birthday to Millie Bobby Brown. Um, just turned 18. What is wrong with you? What? Why? <laughs> I was like, who no, is there, he? No relation. I'm like, who's 18th? Oh, my God. God. No relation, man. Sweet. Sweet. I know voice. what made me think of it. <laughs> Oh, God damn it. That girl is 11. <laughs> That's my favorite joke. Someone's like, happy birthday, Millie Bobby Brown. I'll just tweet back. That girl is 11. <laughs> I'm not wrong. She pl- she plays, for those of you who are like, you know, your brains are fried from going to Grateful Dead concerts. 11's a character on a TV show that the kids watch about um, a bunch of kids hanging out with aliens. And it's every year it takes place like a one school year later, but somehow the ch- they they really cast those kids at the wrong time in their lives. Well, it's been going on for too long. They should have finished. The show I mean, I mean, years ago. the fourth season is coming out. The show They're I remember like twenty years old. Now. I remember binging the first season in the end of twenty sixteen. Yeah, it was high school. That it's been six years since it started, and they're gonna be like, oh yeah, these kids are three years old. Dude, those kids are dunking. Some yeah. of those kids are dunking basketballs. Yeah. You know, at this point. Millie's the only one who can kind of pass for being younger. Not anymore. And not even anymore. Because she's all know. those photo ops with Drake are going to be... Andy. What? <laughs> I didn't do it. I'm calling attention to it uh, through the way I best know how to communicate, <laughs> Ian. This is my podium. These are my fireside chats. <laughs> and this is a topic. It goes in my priorities. It goes Ukraine... Millie Bobby Drake. I don't know. What would be a good... Now I'm thinking of a couple name for them. Mill Drake? No. What? Milbury. That's awful. Milbury's not bad. Milbury? Because he's Aubrey. Well, just use one of Drake's nicknames. You don't have to just go... Drizzy? Mizzy? Drizzy Bobby Brown? Mm. Are you kidding me? <laughs> That's an insane couple name. Are you are you fucking serious? Drizzy Bobby Brown? That's the best couple name of all time. Drizzy Aubrey Brown. Hmm. This the title of this episode is gonna be Drizzy Bobby Brown. <laughs> um let's see. Millie Bobby Poundcake. That that sounds a little it's a song. Sexual. I know it is. It's a song, Ian. Well, there's a couple names, so I guess it's fine. Yeah, what is... Yeah, because she's an adult. Okay? Hey, she, you, you said it. She can do her own taxes. You're, you're saying it. I'm saying that she's 18 years old? Yeah. So I, I am saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, over ah. I'm over here, bro. <laughs> We need to have Drake on the pod. Shit, I wish. I'll reach out to him. We just get Drake on the podcast. <laughs> and we just grill him. Hey, bro, he played Fortnite with fucking Ninja, so. We do um we do that like uh that BuzzFeed thing where we're like, oh we we go through Drake's phone 
I don't want to implicate it's myself, like, bro. It's like we go to like we go to like his safari stuff. It's like Millie Bobby Brown. Is she doing well for herself? Is she <laughs> doing good? And then like, and then the next like the next uh, tab like how to change your son's name. <laughs> I mean, imagine growing up and like. Uh, your name is one of the hardest slams in rap beef history. <laughs> that would I and your mother is a porn star and Drake kept you a secret. That'd be fine. That kid should be a Euphoria character. <laughs> Drake Damn, should Logan. Drake should executive produce uh, his executive production of a son onto Euphoria. His son is an exec. Drake exec. Drake did not father his child. He executive produced him. He rolled him, him, out the announcement of his son. Who was already like maybe half a year old mm. with an Adidas like uh, fashion line. It's tough. Tough, tough for that kid when yeah. he's he's growing up. He's like, oh wow, uh, damn! I'm my my dad monetized my you know my publicity uh, oh. like as oh. of after I'm getting body slammed, and now I'm the reason he can't go throw money at people at the University of Miami. Well, mommy did show coochie on internet well that's her right it's her fucking right you never watch porn you tell me you never watch porn no everyone I'm at better home than you i don't you are yeah, you're I'm part of the no fap community on Reddit. <laughs> that's you you're posting asking for I, I created that, that hey page. guys i'm new here any advice <laughs> i go on that sometimes it's like it's in the same because I, I clicked on it and uh, it'll pop up in the suggestion. It'll be like, dude, I saw one. I just scrolled through it. I saw one yesterday. That was n- nuts. Um, this kid was like, I'm 12. <laughs> and I've been addicted to porn for the past six to eight months. I was like, everyone was like, dude, you're, t- you're 12. 12. He's like, yes, but I've been doing it five times a day. I'm like, okay, well. Uh, okay, well. How that's time? He's 12. He's in school. His, par- his parents work, apparently. I know way too much about this kid. What is he fucking homeschooled? I don't even know. He's in, he's in school. He just well, I think he's latchkey probably at this point. <laughs> just just beating him. Just latchkey, yeah. Bathroom. Damn, bro. I mean, bro. One guy was like, "I started watching porn when I was fourteen. I'm twenty now. I've watched like about three and a half hours of porn a day for the last six years." And I've, or well, I know he's 22, but he said he watched it from when he was 14 to 20. And he was like, so that's probably what, like in three and a half hours of porn. I mean, that's a lot of porn. Let's call it three hours of porn a day. Dude. I asked Chris Rock. (laughs) Oh yeah. He was talking about that show one time. That was that one of the hardest I've ever laughed at. (laughs) I was 15 minutes late. Everywhere. <laughs> God fucking damn. And he's like, so by my estimation, I've seen like 65,000 porn stars. And I was like, well, you probably watched some of the same ones again. But, I'm about to say. But, yeah. in, but in that same vein, that's insane. 65K? Yeah. Imagine, I, imagine I don't if believe that. Yeah. That's a lot of porn stars. Yeah, I don't know even know if there are 65. Is he There's saying 65, 65 people 65, doing porn? I mean, if, I guess if you're kind of the guy, too. I mean, if you're in a porn, aren't you a porn star? Not really. Well, I think porn star means you're, damn, you're top tier. 
people know your fucking name. Yeah, but that's, I mean, even with movie stars. Like, Tom Cruise is really the last big movie star. Now we just have a bunch of little uh, movie stars Tom everywhere. Tom Hall's a movie star. Maybe. Yeah, but like, is he? Yeah, no, I mean, he is. But I mean, they're, they're, no, he is. But, but there are people in is movies he, is who he, aren't stars. But is he the one? He's not. He's but, just another one of them. But I'm saying. His last movie was an ensemble movie with uh, actors that have been like star-studded for years. And then two other actors that are like that same role and were just as big. And like, you can't. Okay. He's playing another vert. In the last 10 years, there's been three iterations of the character he's playing, and they've all been equally as big, and those two are also stars, but they are not the guy. Okay. You know what I mean? But so that's there are people who do movies every year who you have no idea who they are. Yeah. True. So that's not a movie star. But you've been it's in a on, movie. It's on their LinkedIn that porn. they're a movie star. True. You've been in a porn. You've been in a movie. That does not make you a movie star. It doesn't make you a porn star. Hmm. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So this guy probably hasn't seen sixty five thousand porn stars. Yeah. He's probably seen. He said a lot of people walk, have sex with each other on true. camera, but but no fucking. A star is rare. Like Mia Khalifa. <laughs> yeah, you know she did porn for like a month. Yeah. Like a week. That's insane. And she got paid like shit. I feel really bad for her, honestly. Yeah, I'm glad she's been able to capitalize. We're all about supporting artists here. And we're not shaming sex workers, are we're we? Not. We're not. We're I not, right? I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. I don't even know who Drake's fucking porn star wife is. I've even never seen her before in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. <laughs> I think that's the show. Yeah, I was about to say. Um, you guys know where to go. Yeah. <laughs> Buy ads, I guess. And I'll release, I'll do a publicity stunt with whatever, if you want to announce your child to the world. Um, Ian, you got anything left? Um, everybody congratulate my sister for getting into FSU. Heck yeah. Hell yeah. Brooke Stevenson. So, that's, t- congrats to Brooke Stevenson. If you, you know, see her on Instagram or Twitter on the street. Ha! Just, yeah, just yell at her. Yeah, congrats. <laughs> and also, you know, as well, of course, congrats to Millie Bobby Brown. Of course. For, um, for her 18th birthday. Yes. And, you know, probably avoiding a prenup. Goodbye. No kiss? <laughs> oh, okay. All right. All right. <laughs>